So welcome to uh, the Reform Journal podcast. My name is Jason Leaf. I'm here with Luke Hawley. Uh, Luke is a professor and he is an author and a musician. He's in a band called The Rollis, and we're here to talk about all of those things and to talk about faith. So Luke, how are, how are you doing? Good. Good? Last week of classes, so yeah. Semester's ending well? <clears throat> Good time to be a professor, yeah. So I mean, how did, uh, let's start there. How did you end up in Sioux Center, Iowa, of all places? Because you, you teach at Dort University. How'd you end up there? That's a great question. Um, I don't really know. Uh, let me tell a story to see if I can get the answer. Um, I, last week I was in Germany with my lovely wife who uh, lived in Germany for a while. And we were traveling around and she um, said something really nice to me, which was, um, I really like traveling with you. And I said, thanks. And she said, you just, uh, you let a city unfold before you. <clears throat> and I thought, yeah, that's the only way I know how to do anything. Um, and I think I am here in Sioux Center because I just like sort of accidentally got here by letting the world unfold before me. So that's, I mean, that's probably the best explanation. I didn't try to get here. No. You've ever, I didn't try, you know, I don't do a lot of trying. No. Yes. No, I no, and I remember when you showed up as at the fruited plane, and I remember thinking, you know, we were sitting over the, we were sitting over in a booth and or or having conversation, and I looked over and I thought we should really invite him over, but then I didn't really feel like it. <coughs> so I just ate alone. Is that no, you happened? just came over. You invited yourself, which yeah. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, no, that's uh, I, I I do that. So. Yeah. That's good. So uh, you're an author. Tell us about uh, some of the books that you've you've written, uh, published, awards you've won. Oh sure. Uh, so my my first and actually only published book is called The Northwoods Hymnal. It came out in the spring of 2013. Um, it's a collection of short stories and accompanying songs. So it's ten short stories and it has a record that you can download, or at least you could. I don't know if the download link is still available, but you can spin it on Spotify if you want. Um, and yeah, each each song uh, has a story, and each story has a song that are sort of associated in some way. And in 2014, it won a Nebraska Book Award, um, which was really cool because I didn't live in Nebraska and the book is not about Nebraska, but an award is an award, you know? But so. you went to school in Nebraska. We should clarify. Sort of. Yeah, I was in a low residency program. So I was in Nebraska two weeks a year for a couple of years. Yeah. Um, and, I, you know, I mean, really, I probably wrote most of the book there while I was alone in a hotel room instead of, like, chasing around my toddlers. So, <laughs> yeah. I so, edited it during nap time. But what's that? Say it again. I edited it during nap time, but oh, wrote nice. it. Yeah. Time to my so uh, let's talk a little bit about uh, as a person who, you know, when you when you came to Northwest Iowa, you really didn't know you weren't wouldn't consider yourself reformed, or maybe maybe you knew or didn't know what reformed was, but you came from a different tradition. <laughs> what is it about coming here that, uh, if I can say this, you can correct me if I'm wrong, but uh, you've kind of embraced this kind of reformational uh, perspective. What? What about it has drawn you to it and what keeps you kind of in it? Yeah. So I grew up in the Acapella Churches of Christ. Um, 
we didn't talk about doctrine and we didn't talk about theology. And I, I mean, at least in my experience, um, and I think that was it as a way to pretend that we didn't have any, um, which of course becomes hard to defend uh, when you have a bunch of things that you do that are all the same in every church press you go into. Um, and when I got here, I mean, I think I would call it like an unveiling more than anything. Um, actually, it was, uh, it was we, you and I were at a presentation from Jamie Smith and we were out on the sidewalk afterwards and he called me an Arminian and I was like, I don't know what that is. Um, I don't mind being the fool and I never have minded being the fool. Um, and so I, I, I didn't know that I should be offended. I still don't really care one way or the other. Right, right. Um, but, uh, but yeah, I mean, I think a lot of the, a lot of the ideas were ideas that I had, that I have, uh, had or that, that have been given to me from, uh, from other people along the way. Um, I'm a bank, I'm a big tent theology guy. Uh, I mean, I, I like, you know, borderline universalists um, from time to time. Um, and so I like the, I really like the idea of um, thinking about everything in creation um, being under the umbrella of God and that all of that is territory for people to explore and to play in and to, to work in um, and to try to, um, to try to reconcile. So, well, and speak this a little bit because you were in the Acapella Church of Christ and yet you're a musician your brother is a musician your uh is your sister a musician she at least loves music your parents grew up taking you to music festivals more than my sister she goes to more shows than anybody yeah yeah how does that how does that work yeah i mean it was a weird i mean i think actually that is a lot of what i a lot of what sort of led me to uh, my thinking that ended up sort of um, weaving in with, with reform thinking, which was that uh, there was this dichotomy that I just didn't, I couldn't stomach. Like I just didn't believe it. Right. Like uh, the doctrine of the church said, um, speak where the Bible speaks and be silent where the Bible is silent. And because there were no instruments in the new Testament, there should be no instruments in the new church. Um, at least that was how I understood it. Um, but you know, I also read the old Testament, so that didn't make a lot of sense to me. And like, I, you know, I, I, I like playing guitar. My dad played guitar. He learned to yeah. play guitar listening to James Taylor records. My dad, my parents uh, put my dad through his PhD program in marriage and family therapy by playing at libraries for kids. They were the pockets. And my mom wore an apron with pockets in it and she would pull something out of each pocket and then they would sing a song about it. Anyway, there was lots of music in my house. Um, and so it didn't make sense that like, that, that there was this music that we did at church and then there was this other music. Yeah. Uh, and so when I was in high school and I started going, uh, it was in youth group and we had this poster in the youth group room that was like, if you like Pearl Jam, try Page of the Lion or what, you know, whatever it was. I remember thinking like, this is so stupid. Like music is music is music yeah. is music, right? Um, and so when I, you know, when people start talking about, uh, you know, I, I don't, two kingdoms and, and this like this dualism, uh, I was like, yeah, none of that, none of that stuff. It makes any sense. To me. Mm -hmm. um, so how how has that shaped the music that you do? Because you're now you have a band. You guys, how long have you guys been around now? Three three years. 
something like right? that. So, so how does that influence uh, kind of embracing that perspective? And really what you're saying is you've had it all along. You just yeah. didn't have the language or the categories to kind of describe it. Now, now you'd feel like you have that on the reformational perspective. How does that influence then the way you write music and the way you perform music? Yeah, I mean, I take, I take songwriting very seriously. I mean, it's serious play and serious fun. Um, and and we, we take making that music seriously too. And it really is, it's, it's a lot of fun, um, but we, it's, we're not just, you know, I don't know, just jamming around. We're trying to make, trying to make something mm-hmm. um, and something that has some, uh, <clears throat> some worth or some meaning, something that can speak to people. Um, and I think, uh, <clears throat> I mean, I see a lot of kids <clears throat> at Dort and, and probably at other Christian colleges that sort of uh, a lot of musical kids that, that devote their, their lives to praise and worship music, mm-hmm. which is, which is cool, right? I mean, if, that, if that's your jam, that's great. But that was never my, like, I'm not interested in leading worship. I feel very out of place in most worship settings. Um, and I could probably, you know, I have written songs for, uh, for worship, written like, I don't know we call that church music. Um, but I don't think, uh, you know, I, uh, that was only sort of when it was requested of me. Otherwise, I'm just sort of, you know, I'm just writing the thing that is, is, is coming to mind. The, usually the questions that I have. As and, what, and, and what are some of those questions? So when you think about uh, the ruralist music uh, and I'm, I'm guessing that it, it differs at different times, different stages, but what are those questions that you feel like the ruralist music is, is trying yeah. to answer? Yeah, that's a good question. Uh, I mean, I've been joking that, that our next record is going to be called um, love songs from middle age. Um, because I, I do, I do write my, a fair share of love songs that are about like being and staying in love mm-hmm. um, instead of just you know falling in love. Um, and I, you know, I'm, um, yeah. So I, I mean, that's one of those questions. Like, how do you, how do you really express to the person that you love most in the world that you love them most in the world? Right. I mean, how do you do that? And I could write those songs for the rest of my life and yeah. never get well, to it. Um, those things look different at different stages of life. I'm sure the songs right. that you were writing when you were first married uh, right. or even dating are different than now at, at middle age. Yeah, no, absolutely. Um, so, I mean, that's one of the questions I think I've been uh, rest, not wrestling, but at least playing with lately. I mean, our, our last album had a song um, where the chorus was uh, or is how do you do the right thing you do the right thing right right and it's just you know this question of, of how, how do you how do you do the right thing what's the what's you know even when you think you're doing the right thing is it the right thing how, how do you ever know yeah. um, I have been uh, there's this you know there's a question that I, I guess it's probably been around philosophy forever, but I first heard it on The Good Place, which is um, what do we owe to each other? I've been thinking about that a lot. Um, and I've been thinking a lot about um, how, like how, the how of how do you love your neighbor? Mm-hmm. Right? Like people have a, a way that they think they want to be loved. Is that 
the way that you love your neighbor or is it the way that you think you should love them or right? I mean, that how is. And yeah. And how much of that is shaped by kind of place? So, you know, one of the interesting, I guess, questions you've lived in, uh, uh, St. Paul and up in the Twin Cities, and now you live in Northwest <coughs> Iowa Sioux Center. How has this place shaped your music? Yeah, I mean, I think it it, it has shaped uh, it, it sort of shaped everything for me in in a lot of ways. Um, when we first moved to town, um, I had a three semester contract, and so I was. But then there was my own job was going to. Uh, open up again. So I was going to apply for my own job and I was trying to sort of figure out if I actually wanted it or if I wanted to move back to the city um, or a city. Uh, and Sarah, my wife and I were having this conversation um, and she said, well, you're not much of a joiner. And I said, oh, that's not right. Like, I love joining things. And she said, no, you're not much of a joiner. Uh, and then I actually saw Miroslav, what's his name? Wolf. Wolf, yeah. Slav, Miroslav Wolf, um, at Calvin Faith and Writing, and he talked about, um, he, I think the, the language he used was, you can stand outside the citadel and uh, throw rocks and shout all day, but you can't actually change anything unless you walk inside. Um, and I took those, uh, those two ideas, which, you know, there were many other voices sort of saying those same things. Um, and I, took them, I decided to take them very, very seriously. Um, and I decided to be a member of the place that I was. That meant joining a church and like, and going, even if I didn't really like going to the church, um, and meeting the people and trying to get to know all of the people. Mm -hmm. Um, and that meant, um, meeting my neighbors and trying to get to know my neighbors and way this is, you know, I, <clears throat> I, uh, I had never changed the oil on a car when I moved to Iowa and I, uh, a couple summers ago, took uh, the engine out of my Subaru and changed the head gaskets and put it back in. And then I bought this 74 Beetle and got it running. And a lot of that was to have a relationship with my neighbor, Mark, who yeah. doesn't really know how to talk to people unless he's talking about engines. Yeah. And I was fascinated. I mean, I'm just I'm sort of, you know, I have a voracious uh, curiosity to me. So that, that was, it was a lot of fun for me. But it was also um, trying to figure out how to, how to talk to your neighbor and how to love your neighbor. So... And it, you know, I mean, it works in, it works into everything really. Like it's in the songs. It's not only in the songs, but it's in the way that, <clears throat> the way that I think about making music. So here in town, we have this venue that we started. It's in the back of this coffee shop. It's called the Backpack. It's a super original name. Um, and uh, it, it's not the biggest place and it's not the nicest place and it's, not the best sound I've ever played at. And it's not going to get me, you know, playing the backpack four times a year is not going to get me on the main stage at Lollapalooza. Right. But it is going to give something to my neighbors and to the people in my community. And it's going to give kids like your son, uh, something to look at and say like, well, oh, I, I can do that. I can make something yeah. out of anything. Uh, and I could share that with people and they could know me in a way that, um, that they wouldn't otherwise know me. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, in the backpack, and you know, at some point, I'm sure we'll have Laramie on the on the podcast here. But um, you know, he's kind of created a space here in Sioux Center in Northwest Iowa that is unique and original and o an oasis, really, for people who maybe don't fit into some of the other categories. Um, 
any kind of a creative place. Uh, Mara called it a rehumanizing space, which yeah, which I, I love. I think that's yeah. right. No, that's good. So what's uh, what's coming up? What's the future of the ruralists? Um, what do you got? I mean, you've been you've been working on a book for a while. What's the status of the book? Uh, what's the status of the ruralists? Where, where are you yeah. headed? I've been working on a book for uh, getting close to being able to say I've been working on a book for a decade. <clears throat> which is not cool actually um it's uh it's a novel about about music making music and and what it means to it really is a novel about what it means to live in community and be known by people um and i can't find anyone who wants to buy it so um but but really the music of your album birth yeah. of birds came yeah. out of that but, yeah, right. I, I sort of always write. I'm writing songs and and fiction at the same time. Sort of one informs the other. So yeah, the songs came out. Of it. So yeah. the songs are out there. Um, the book is not yet. I I got a rejection letter this week that mm-hmm. actually said it was too. It was the the musical terminology was a little too, um, I don't know, jargony or something. Mm-hmm. So anyway, we'll, so we'll see. Maybe I'll go back to it again, but probably at this point, I'll just shelve it for a while. I've been working on some short stories about living in a small town because, you know, you write what you know. Um, and I'm trying desperately not to write the like middle age. I work at a small college book, which I feel like all, all white male authors write in their middle age and I think it's stupid. So instead I want to turn my attention away from the college and into the community. Yeah, into the community. Yeah. Good. And any concerts? Uh, are you, did, have you got guys gotten into, uh, what's the name of that concert down by Des Moines? Uh, Hinterland. Hinterland. Has that happened yet? Uh, no, I, don't, I don't know. That's the like, uh, you know, the great thing about being a small band is you can, you you set your your big sites uh they're still set small so yeah we would love that uh you know, i don't know no the, the the state of iowa doesn't know that the northwest corner exists yeah and you know it's okay most yeah. of the time so yeah no so we're just you know i mean we're i uh we're not i'm trying not to care about like i don't know making a living as a musician or making it big or making money right. even um and i'm trying to care about just the making yeah, uh, and so we're working on we're working on new songs, and I don't know, I don't know what we'll do. Make some videos or something like that. Sounds depends, good. Depends yeah. what you, what your kid decides he wants to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So for those who are listening, my son is their drummer. Um, so I'm I'm invested. He's uh, he's, he's great. He's a great drummer. Yeah. Well, uh, hey man, thanks. This has been great. Um, and uh this is our first podcast or video cast i don't know videos or something isn't that the, the attention span of the internet like yeah and that's it this yep uh but what i'm gonna try to do is since this is, this is the first one uh I'm, I'm gonna see if i can find somehow get one of your videos you got a video of one of your songs right yeah um, sure. funny yeah we'll, we'll get it we'll get it linked up so that uh our viewers can, all right Cool. Can, uh, can listen but uh, thanks we've been talking to Luke Hawley from Dort University and the Ruralists and and my next door neighbor thanks yeah. for thanks for uh, taking the time I'll see you tomorrow morning I'm sure all right see ya It's complicated 